Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Well, welcome back to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us and you're part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. We had an amazing podcast episode in the recent episode as we were joined by Gen Z and just picking their brain and them taking us through as to how they are experiencing leadership in their personal spaces and how best the different generations can be able to relate with them and add value to them. I'm joined in studio once again by, in fact, our virtual studio this time around because of COVID. Uh, joined in studio by Sia all the way in Russia, Bumbumi and Ukenzi again. Uh, amazing energy, amazing leaders, and we'll talk more to that. But maybe to jump back on last episode, you introduced yourselves. Uh, this time around, I just want to quickly go around the room. Your nicknames, what are your nicknames? What uh, are your nicknames or what were your nicknames? For some of you will say, I don't have a nickname. But what's the funniest nickname that you've had <laughs> uh, that was attached to you? All right. I have a lot of nicknames. All right. But I can say uh, I was I was all right. When, when I was still there, I, I was called um, Usabza. Um, I was called Uzero. I was called um, um, I was called Usia B. Usia uh, B. Um, I was by my friends. I was called Usais. They still even call me Usais even today. And uh, by my family, my family, my family, uh, they call me Bokas. That's what they call me. They call me Bokas. <laughs> yeah. Then um, uh, right now, currently, everyone just knows me as Blessed Sia. Yeah. Right now, yeah, everyone just knows me as Blessed Sia. <laughs> wow. Hey. Um, my nickname, okay, I don't know if Kenzie is my nickname or is it my name, I don't know, but yeah, my predominant nickname is Kenzie. At school, they call me DQ because it's short for drama queen and apparently I'm a drama queen, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, they call me DQ, they've been calling this since like grade five or something, and then also my friends, they call me teacher because like I'm a Sunday school teacher, so they make fun of that sometimes, so they call me teacher, so I'm like why, so basically that's what they do. Yo. Hey, hey, me on on my hand. I I am also a person of many nicknames. Um, at school, actually no, I started off at school. Um, Um, usually when they shorten it, they say Mpume, right? So here Thanks. in Whitbank, they shorten it as Mpumi. In case then it's Mpume, right? <laughs> 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 it's fine, it's fine. And then um when I when I started high school, I decided I was changing my whole image. Instead of being called Mpumi, I said call me Mimi. So I'm Mimi as well. And then the teachers at school, um, they talk Afrikaans, they speak Afrikaans, and I'm the shortest person they have ever seen. 
So they call me Cortez. So passing by, you know, it's like that. And then I've had nickname Mamfundi. See, he's tender, no sin, you know. And then, um, and then um, the nickname I've given myself is Madam President. Uh, long story of a of a reason behind. So how did you, Kenki, uh, so I remember in my high school. Uh, you can you can go ahead, Sia. Sorry. Oh, I just wanted to say, um, like my high school name, they used to call me Bishop, you know, because of loving God and always preaching in assembly. So they used to say Bishop. Everyone knows from Bishop, the Bishop. <laughs> and also Mr. President. Yeah. Even some, some of them, they still call me Mr. Press. <laughs> Yeah, it happens a lot, especially when you are public about your faith. I remember also was regarded as Mfundis back in the day. And little did I know that it would catch up with me, especially when you stand uh, bold for your faith. So I was asking Mpum, how, how do you come about branding or changing your image in high school from primary to high school? Uh, what, what influenced um, your decision to want to brand yourself differently? Um, I think... Going back or looking back um, to how I was or the person that I was in primary school, in hindsight, um, I, I think I was very I was very timid. I was very shy. I, 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 I'm still introverted, sure, but I was very shy in the sense to which I would I would let people to walk all over me. Oh, me, I your homework. Give me your book. I give people things like that. So I think I used to be walked all over a lot of times. So the the reason for my rebranding myself or making myself to be the person that I am right now was just the thing of just appearing stronger so that less people would take advantage of me because I'm aware that once you get to high school, it's very easy for people to influence you into things and you know want to walk all over you and things like that we get you that's so beautiful and we'll talk more <clears throat> to that as we continue in the episode but maybe just to now uh look at the current context that we are in uh, a defining moment which is the COVID pandemic and how it affected us so uh when looking at different defining moments that shape a generation we look at two key things uh, that each defining moment must have. The first one is that it must take place in a generation's coming of age experience. Uh, so for example, when you look at you guys, the COVID pandemic uh, took place in a time when you guys are becoming of age and it's, you are feeling the heat because you're not supposed to, you're not going to school, there's virtual learning and a lot of things are different. Uh, so for us, for example, the 9-11 uh, was one for the millennials that we won't forget that we will remember because um, it significantly in, impacts your views, your beliefs and the attitude towards the world and future. And the second thing is it must create a powerful unforgettable emotional impact, usually tied to fear and uncertainty caused by the event and its aftermath. And I think that's what this uh, pandemic has done because it came with a lot of emotional impact and a bit of fear as well and anxiety as to the future. Those in metric are a bit worried now, waiting for their results. By this time in previous years, they would have received them already in tertiary, their first years, but they're not, they're not even sure. 
uh, as to what's going to happen. And maybe looking at it and bringing this to you guys as Gen Z, what are you learning currently? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing? And how uh, how is the impact of the COVID-19 2020-21 in terms of your views and your beliefs and your attitude towards the future? I think what I've learned is that you just have to like keep up and like keep up with the times because the world is evolving and you don't we didn't know that there was going to be a pandemic and now we have to deal with it. So also with like the social media and everything and the online schooling, it was so unexpected, but now we have to face it and we just have to keep up. So I think basically just keep up because they, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh well with me i can say that um the covid um on one side it has actually affected me drastically and on the other side i could say that it has actually helped me to actually gain uh or it has actually shifted my focus more in 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 my personal space and in terms as far as growth is concerned now with me okay first of all something that really drastically happened you know um, it has been like almost now for like uh, two years without being at home you know without seeing my family without seeing like especially being in a foreign country you know whereby you don't have people that like you know around you. everyone is new and stuff so that on its own it has actually affected me because somehow or sometimes I could say I actually felt myself, I was a bit getting, you know, depressed, you know, I never thought that depression is real, but uh, I came in a part of my life whereby I learned to say, hey, you know what, there is actually something that's called depression. Mm. And if you don't know of good ways of how to actually manage it, you can actually, like, you can suffer from it. But um, out of that, out of that whole thing, I think COVID-19, um, as far as my schooling is concerned, I can't really know, you know what, it had actually affected me because like we got introduced to the new phenomenon, online learning, you know, uh, which I don't really think it's the best way and the best method um, of learning because I really believe that uh, great, uh, it's like COVID-19 teachers are just teaching, but um, or whatsoever method you are using to learn online, but it's actually, not involving us, you know, uh, in the series or in the syllabus that they're teaching. So that's something I really discovered. We are just there being part of, you know, being part of the process of learning, but we are not really like, you know, indulged in with the learning uh, philosophy. So I can say, well, it has also actually brought the best part of me, which I did not know, especially uh, going into uh, personal growth. And like, I don't know, it was just God sent. I, that's why I, I I say, take your lead is just my friend because it yeah. really helped me like to personally focus my attention and my retention on me, nobody else but me. So I've learned like better things about myself, you know, my study techniques, my uh, daily goals, like helping me to achieve my daily goals. And I said, like right now, um, it has been like almost two years. I was planning to write a book uh, in three years time. I said, okay, since I'm in varsity, so in three years time, it should be out. But uh, with the chances that I'm looking by the end of this, before the end of this year, I will be already done with the book and stuff. So I'm very happy to say, all right, actually, you can actually achieve what 
seems impossible only if you strategize and you work towards it. So it has really built me in my emotional intelligence and stuff. So I've really learned so many things about myself more than I ever did in my life. So thanks to COVID-19 at the same time. <laughs> Yo, but from my side though, um, from my side, I say COVID-19 did bring about what would seem to be a negative impact in my life. Um, in my life, I'm not the person who cries, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. and and like it's a thing of like people are dying around you but because it's like there's so much i wanted to do and like when you can't do what you want to do it yeah. just you know it does something you know but um i can say one way or another um all the tears i cried i suppose they did bring about me trying to get to know myself better and what makes me feel this way you know um i think it helped me to work on my emotional intelligence a little bit more as Lucia has said um previously um covid-19 pandemic as well has uh, made me to look more to myself um yeah it's made me to see myself as my own best friend i remember there was a time where like I'd be glued to my phone, talking to friends, talking to friends. And at this point, I think it's one of those things where it's like, man, I'll talk to a friend when I when I see the need now, you know. I no longer just talk to people for the sake of talking mm. to them. I think when I go to people these days, I go to them with intention, you know. I think that's something I've, ta- I've taught myself throughout this period of time. I've also, going back to even the issue of online learning, um, I, I think I've, I've, I've done better because of it. Um, I'm, I'm a person who, who learns on my own. <laughs> I, I, I really don't appreciate the classroom setting and people saying, why are your nails done? <laughs> All that stuff. So, <laughs> I prefer to sit home. I prefer to sit home and do my own work uh, in my own space. Um, that, but that's that's me. Um, but yeah, man, that's how the COVID pandemic has affected me, as well as just teaching me that life is really uncertain. You know, seeing all the people dying around you makes you just think, man, next it could be my parents. You know, yeah. it makes you it, it makes you start coming to grips with like thoughts that didn't really come to your mind before. Because um, my parents, they both work in hospital settings and the most vulnerable people in this time are healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it does bring a lot of fear and anxiety to you. But as well, I think I've, I've fought against that and being like, um, whatever happens, it is well with my soul. You know, God's not going to make mm-hmm. something to happen if it's not meant to happen. And yeah, man, I think that's, but that's my experience with the COVID-19 pandemic. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Mpumi. Uh, we're recording this um, mid-Feb, uh, so it will be um, released around about March. And so Mpumi with her nails as she's enjoying her uh, nails for now. She's going back to school tomorrow. Uh, so uh, those beautiful nails will definitely have to go. <laughs> Enjoy them while they last. No, they were done yesterday. They were done yesterday. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember I used to be a teacher and uh, people would come from weddings and they would have beautiful hairstyles and stuff and we'd make sure we don't give it the time of day. So go home or shave and yeah, it would really be interesting. Even those pants, you see I was talking about those skinny pants would ensure that they come back sure. with proper school yeah. uniform and not these metripes that they would wear. But now I'm gonna split the questions um, to each and every one of you guys. Uh, the first one, I'm gonna throw it back to Mpumi, which is something we spoke about as well, um, off air as we were just uh, meeting and greeting and catching up as to how sometimes uh, parents get too busy and uh, not in a negative light, but busy trying to hustle and to ensure that things are getting done, they're able to provide, they're able to give you a better quality of life than they had and which robs them of time spent with you guys. And oftentimes they get back home and they're tired. They are like energy is depleted. Uh, maybe speaking to that from a Gen Z perspective, what can they do in the midst of that busy schedule to be able to connect with you and to be present in some of the things that you experience? And then the next question, we'll throw it to Ukenzi as to uh, talking about friendships and associations. How, uh, how do you Gen Z, how do you go about choosing uh, your friends and your influences and the people that you associate yourself with? And then I'm gonna go to Sia, which will be uh, the third question. So with you Sia, when it comes to spending as Gen Z, what influences your spending and some of the brands that you buy, uh, what influences Gen Z when it comes to spending? All right, so to answer your question about parents and being busy, it's for me, you know, I, I am not very bothered by the fact that my parents are busy people. I, I think I can't say that I'm very bothered by that. Um, it, and, and I'm not bothered by that because I understand, you know, um, seeing, seeing, uh, the house in, in Newcastle in KZN, where my father grew up, seeing um, the house in Bushbuck Ridge that he moved to to live with his mother and his stepfather, seeing just the area and the environment. Um, I see that he worked very hard to get here, you know, and that work must continue so that it, 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 may, it, may, it may spill on over to me, my sister, and my mm -hmm. brother. Mm. You no, know, um, I, I understand that, you know, my parents are doing everything in their power to ensure that they give us the resources to, mm. to live good lives, a better life than the one that they've made for themselves. Mm. Um, but to speak to the issue of parents being busy, I say we as teenagers, I think almost all of us, if we've matured enough in the head, we understand. I want to let um, parents know that we understand. Um, but I'd like to say every once in a while, take your kids out, man. Let's go, or, or, or I don't know, do something fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Do something fun, take your kids out, let's go, let's go bowling, you know? Let's go and eat, and eat at a restaurant. Um, make daily time for your kids. Some parents I see, um, they don't sit down with their kids and have dinner with them, you know, but um, at my house, I say it's a privilege to be like every day, 
eight o'clock, we know we're sitting down, we're watching uh, Generations, watching Zalo together, we're laughing at the characters, we're eating our dinner. So I, I advise parents as well to make that time to sit down with their kids. Although it's not anything big, but it is a bonding session and it allows your children to understand you better. Um, and the way that you are, what makes you happy, what makes you upset, things like that, you know. Um, yeah, man, that's my suggestion when it comes to parents and being busy. We understand, we get it. Um, it's just bonding with your children is very important because you're working hard, you're working hard, you're working for them. But um, there will come a time where you want your children to come back to you and take care of you. But because they feel they do not know you, and they have not spent time with you it will be difficult for them to do anything for you that that involves them being closely tied and connected to you so i say um do the work now so that one day you don't have to reconnect with your kids um yeah that's so profound Bumi. thank you so much Uh, so with regards to the question about friends, for me personally, I don't think I literally say, um, you my friend, I'm going to choose you as my friend and whatnot. But I think um, what happens is that um, I get friends and then I realize well, see, these people are actually not for me or these people are people that will actually build me up as a person. And when I look at friends, and I look friends, at I like, look at like, if we're like, if we're like, if we're, if we're can you hear me? Oh, if we're like-minded or not, and if also maybe we we can be different, but then do we share the same values or do we believe in the same things? I don't know how to explain it, but then more than anything, if we have the right roots and we brought in brought up in good spaces or, or good backgrounds, that's. All right. Uh, well, for my side, um, my question was regarding spending, right? So I can like concur to say it, you know, speaking about catching, come on, ah, money, 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 <laughs> money. I love how the Nigerians decide they call it. They say money, huh? Money. Talking about money, money. <laughs> All right. Um. I think, sir, in, 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 in regards to my experience, I haven't yet uh, really drifted that much, like how I was actually, um, like, um, like my spending when I was still in high school and right now in varsity. But there is something like a great principle that I have actually learned um, in regards with, 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 with uh, where I am currently. Um, it's a matter of, of, number one, where you come from, and number two, where do you want to go to? I think those are great principles that actually directs you, you know. For instance, um, in my life, I've been his Kotani, you know. I've, I've, did, I've, did, <laughs> I've, did, I've been his Kotani and all those things, and I've learned today and stuff. So there, you know, I've learned so many different things because in regards to where we come from, you know, there are some kids in regards to it like Ekaya, they don't even provide. Ekaya, they don't even have that much, you know, to afford and stuff. Yeah. It becomes a problem. It, it really was really a problem and stuff. But um, while growing up, I actually 
learned one thing it's that you you decide what you want like it's a matter of influence you decide what exactly do you want should influence you in regards with fashion but as far as growing up is concerned where i am currently it's building a greater vision of myself you know i'm training myself to be a father now i'm training myself to be a better brother now i'm training myself to be a greater leader now so everything that i do in regards with kaching regards with money and it has like a drastic impact of how i will actually spend it you know today if mm. i spend 100 rand unwisely then i i have slight chances many or more chances when i'm brown about in my third my 30s and stuff when i get a 100000 rands you know then i would also spend it you know recklessly so mm. so it's a matter of deciding of what you have right now and how long will it last you you know one thing that my father that has always taught me he told me remember this day when i actually had to come to russia although it's something that he always preaches you know i call my my father my my, my life pastor because he he preaches most of the time to said this to me do not be a pro spender don't go on a shopping spring when you get to russia because you've got to remember that there is somewhere where you need to be and you always have to be ready for the future you might never know what mm. will come next mm. so treat like train yourself right now in whatever money you have in regards with spending if you see that this is the income i have in a month if you see that my income is probably 500 rands and you are seeing a t-shirt or maybe a tacky that is also 500 rands like he would tell me that don't go beyond your ability like your your ability to spend and stuff you know in regards of taking that whole 500 and spending it on one tacky that you will wear once in a month or three times a month rather go to a shop whereby you get at least get probably two pairs of tacky's at a cheaper price beautiful that you will have access to like wearing them uh, maybe frequently in a longer space but at the same time you've got to learn teach yourself of how to save you know because if one thing that i've learned right now it's that you know now it's independence you know i mean the phase whereby it's independence the parents doesn't regulate or doesn't check up on how you spend your money and all those things so responsibility is one of the greatest impactors and one of the phenomenons which we need to take uh, encountering you know you've got to be responsible for the money that you get in and stuff uh not in a manner in which like today now they get money and then yes 15 also your phone of the car hey mali pelila no 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 be responsible and know what you what you what comes in and know what gets out but at the same time it should carry you up until you get to the next income thank you so much sia um you guys are sharing so much insight and so much profound things which i believe are super helpful not only for gen z but for every generation Uh, I love what DQ said there uh is it DQ yeah it is to DQ <laughs> as to how she chooses her friends <laughs> based on values and um environments that they grow up in maybe as we bring in our plane for landing uh I know you guys are leaders uh in your different rights you passionate about leadership part of take your lead program which is a uh, personal development and leadership program and in your schools you're not only leaders personally but even academically i know you guys are leading part of the top 10s in fact top 1s and 2s and 3s 
and exceptional brilliant minds even academically and presidents others and presidents to be and i'm truly extremely proud of you guys so what's the greatest leadership uh, lesson that you've learned uh what's the greatest leadership lesson that you've learned learned can i go first all right i'll all right. I think the greatest, oh, all right, I have many lessons, many lessons, but I really think one of the, the greatest uh, lessons I have learned, it's, it's just simply the why in you, the why in you. In everything you do, there always has to be a reason. If you don't find the reason of it, in your space and in your environment of leading, you know, if you don't get the reason why you are doing it, then I pretty much think that's where like you were bound to fail or not even succeed. Because at the same time, reason, what keeps a reason or what actually propels a reason is passion and compassion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it for me. Um, what I've learned, well, the greatest lesson I've learned in the leadership space, I guess. I think it's just knowing that learning is very important or learning is key and just having like that teachable spirit because I've mentioned things are always changing and you just need to prepare yourself for that and you need to equip yourself for that. And also just knowing that you don't know everything because you'll never know everything and you should always be willing to learn and that way you can teach others. So yeah. Um, from my side, I can say that the biggest leadership lesson that I've learned, I actually picked up from reading one of John C. Maxwell's books, Today Matters. Um, that, that, that book really taught me that today makes tomorrow. What you are today will make what you are tomorrow. Um, you start being who you want to be in the future today. Um, you start dressing like it. You start walking like it, talking like it, you know. Um, they say fake it till you make it. Um, it sounds like a really strange thing to tell people, but it's not really faking it, it's manifesting it. Um, so <laughs> for me, that's my biggest leadership lesson. Um, just it's, it's remove the thing from your mind that says, I am still a child. I am too young to do this or that. I am not qualified enough to be this or that. Um, just re removing that thing from your mind and and that 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 stronghold that chain keeping you from um, being who you need to be in the moment. Um, yeah, that's my biggest leadership list. Wow, thank you so much. We can see that you're living it out. You are dressed like uh, you want to be tomorrow, like a president. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because it's Valentine, but we see the red and the white. And we're not sure if you also have a grade six boyfriend, but nonetheless, uh, <laughs> I'm super, I'm super, I'm super proud of you guys. And thank you so much for being part of the podcast episode. I really enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved the wisdom that you shared. And I strongly believe that it's really going to add great value to our podcast community. And thank you for all that you do to take your lead. And you guys are doing exceptionally well in your different spaces. And we can't wait to see you guys become all that you are working on today, uh, the different businesses, the different things that you are doing. 
uh, the future is so brilliant and bright. So thank you so much for being part of our podcast and we're looking forward to also hosting you in the near future. Sia, we're looking forward to that book and the songs and all the amazing things that you guys are doing. So. <laughs> So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to you, podcast uh, family and listener. Thank you so much for tuning in till the end. Uh, do remember to head over to www.tumzandilamakakula.com to download the episode notes, which are a great tool, which help you with application. Until we meet again, uh, continue to take your lead as we change the world one individual at a time. At a time. well thank you for joining us on take your lead podcast be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode and for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com and if you're a fan of the show we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word Thanks again and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.